Music is our lives. Music is our lives. Music is our lives. It's time of the week where we pretend to know about music. It's that time of the week where we pretend to know. His name's Tom. My name's Jasper. Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 hello! And furthermore, hello! Welcome back, kinda, to Music Is Our Lives! Music Is Our Lives! Music, you, you get it, you my get it. I, you I, get I think. It. Hello, I'm one half of your interesting co-hosts, Tom Wiles. Hello, that's me, That that's this guy on this side of the table. Joining me, as always, my, my, my lovely buddy, my, my my podcasting pal. Oh, this is, oh, this is too much. Oh, this is good. No, no, no. no keep going. It's Jasper <laughs> Price. It's Jasper. Hello. Oh it's, oh, it's so good to be here. Back oh. in the studio. We're around the round table. We're two meters. Don't even worry about it. We actually, I think we, we are. We actually kind of are. Yeah. yeah. It's not bad. I kind of... So we're doing this whole thing right. This is good. Am I wearing a mask? Yeah, wearing a mask. I'm in uh, full uh, hazmat gear. Full hazmat. Yeah. Visor. It's amazing you can hear me so well. Being being in all this. <laughs> How are you? Very good. Oh, lovely. A bit tired. Excited. You Why? might say. Why? Because we're doing our yearly roundup. We're doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Well, oh, so wow. this episode is going to be quite different it to is. what you're used to. It's it's nearly Christmas. It's nearly Christmas time. Ho ho ho! So and other <laughs> holiday noises. Do yes. other holidays have noises? Um, I'm not sure. I, I don't, don't think I'm at liberty to say that. <laughs> I don't want to be fucking sensitive. <laughs> Absolutely um, not. Yeah. Tall white man. We're going to be talking. About- <laughs> I'm glad we got that out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> the best bit is I can edit all of this now. Don't, so back in we the studio. No you edit. Know what? Yeah, exactly. No so edit. I'm going to say something really rude and offensive to yeah. everyone right now. Well. I'm going to get to edit out. <laughs> so the structure of this show, it's going to be a little bit different. You know, we're not going to, be, we're not going to just be talking about albums that are classic, albums that are new. No, we're already talking about new albums this uh, this this time. It's Christmas anyway. We've had a long year. It's been interesting. <sighs> How would you rate this year? Probably Why like PG friendly because we can't swear. Probably on... like what out of ten? <laughs> yeah, like okay. two out of ten. That uh, that's yeah. okay. You know, no, it's not. Yeah, it's no. been a rough year. Yeah, I'd say two. We've had glimmers of hope. The summer was fun. The summer was fun. Where um, you know, where a... everyone ignored people who were dying. Yeah, and sort of. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, summer, but then no. Yeah. Sorry. Silly. Eat out <laughs> to help out. More like. <laughs> don't do that yeah you, you bunch of sillies Eat I can't in. remember how to make content anymore I'm so used to doing this live if well, you're um, if somehow this is the first time you're viewing this we've also got an viewing. Instagram viewing <laughs> well, you've already got it wrong oh, That's, there's no camera in here Tom that's just uh, oh, no there's a couple anyway. of stereos it's kind of nice that's cute Oh. Very music, musicy, <gasps> music. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. We've got a we've got an Instagram page. Music is our lives. Uh, we've been doing mm. uh, we've been doing music is our lives. The live edition. Shout out to Kieran Faithful again for suggesting the idea to me. It absolutely wasn't my call. I don't know why he <laughs> thought of that. And I didn't. Uh, Genius of a weird tall ginger man. But yeah, we've been doing that over the last couple of months. Uh, this is the first time we've been in the studio for about. Oh, I'd hazard a guess at like. 
since, since near April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long yeah, time. We back in March. Yeah, yeah ages. it's been a while. That's, been a while. <laughs> that's like nine months. But we're good. To, we're glad to be back. Yeah, it's going to be I'm lovely. We've uh, we've got some we've got some albums of the year to talk about. That's what I was getting to. Yeah, of the show. We're going to be talking about our albums of the year. Some other stuff that was a highlight of the year. I do suppose. It's going to be nice. We're Top to five albums of the year. <gasps> yes, and some honourable mentions as well. Should we start with the honourable mentions? Yes. Okay. Is there anything else you want to divulge into at all? Singles? Anything like that? Anything that piques your interest? Well, it could be if we have time. Yeah. Song of the year? <laughs> Song of the year. Oh, that <laughs> no, goes... No, I couldn't. I couldn't. That goes to... I definitely couldn't. 3.45. Oh, come on, come on. I was debating this with um, Scott and Will. What? Some friends. Oh, Hello, please. guys. Um, did that, that came out this year, right? Yes. I okay, because so. I didn't fact Came check that in. beforehand, and I feel like a right loser. Mm. If I to get that wrong, <laughs> also got, I've got a couple other songs of the year that I thought were pretty cool. Yeah, I've just got them labelled here. Okay, um, Heartless by The Weeknd. Lovely little track. Going to be talking about him yep. a little bit more, a little bit right. later. Um, Lingua Ignota was one of my artists of the year. I think she's had a pretty phenomenal year. Just yep. dropping, just fantastic. Dropping all kinds. Yeah, she did a cover of Wicked Game, which I think was just phenomenal. It had freaking Alexis Marshall on it. What more can you? What more can you want? Uh, a certain Run the Jewels had the mm. track Ooh La La Ah Wee Wee. It was phenomenal. It's so good. Love that. Love that track. Love that album. Uh, I've also got uh, Run by Joji. Joji's best song, objectively, yeah. of all time, I think. <laughs> Maybe. It's it's really good. Very good. Got a um, little shout out to Baghead, my lovely, oh, lovely little Baghead. Ah, yeah. bless. Feeling Great. That was one of my tracks of the year because I'm biased like that. <laughs> I've also got another track written here. I don't, I, I, I don't think I can say it. You oh. know what it is, don't you? Is it? It's Hollywood. Why is that a trick of the year? Because that's so bad. Because Cassie Headrest should have renamed that album "Making Stockholm Syndrome More Open." Mm. Because I slowly fell in love with that track and how stupid it is, how ridiculous of a track it was. I think it's. I still can't. I can't do it. <laughs> Not not even like once in the shower. No, I do listen to it in the shower no, quite regularly. It's phenomenal. Definitely not. In the I sit there. I'm just like, what is in Oklahoma? Gross. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I do, yeah. <laughs> you got any songs of the year? Actually, I don't. Oh, I didn't know we were doing this segment. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that shows how so, just how professional we still are after fun. nearly a that's year. Fun. <laughs> Have you got anything you just like to hit on the head? Anything just springs to mind? Singles, just songs in general. Um. No, because I'm talking about songs in my in my album. Right, okay. So they'll probably come under them. So what you're telling me is, without further ado, get on with it, yeah. let's get to some honourable mentions. mentions. Oh my god, right. I've been talking too much already, Jasmine, right. so I want you to start. I, okay. Okay. I'm going to start by mentioning Cassie Headrest. <laughs> really? Yes, honourable mention. I'll tell you what. Okay. So I feel I should... I should mention the new album by Cassie Headrest, Making a Door Less Open. Yes. Um, now, when I... You might remember me reviewing this. When I first listened to this album, I thought, what the... Swear word. <laughs> because, yeah. I mean, it's a total left turn for the, for the band. Um... The, the, the use of like experimental rock and things like that. The um, facade that Will is creating with this one trait danger thing.
thing mm. the funny mask oh, I love like that, that mask I know how much you hate it and it's... I don't know why I think it's great I think he's reached a point he like hasn't reached that point <laughs> he's, he's really not, not there yet he's not quite there he like, just thought I wear a mask a few more albums and he could have been in that like status but no <laughs> no it blinks yeah, I don't care oh. I don't care so first half of this album I like very strong yeah. weightlifters can't come me down Yes. Martin yeah deadlines yeah. Yeah. these are strong songs mm. the elements of 1980s synth pop very nice drum loops catchy hooks especially on the song Martin which uses acoustic guitar with electronic drum loops that's very very nice what lets the album down is the second half <laughs> is everything the else. stupid <laughs> remixes the oh gosh there must be more than blood which Although you I, like it a lot, yeah. I still can't get into it. I think it's far far too long and yeah. a bit tedious. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And of course, the ridiculous <laughs> My Song of the Year. Hollywood, whose cringy woke lyrics give me nightmares even to this day. That's why that album is not in my top five. There's a okay? hiss on the bus and it goes rah! Don't doesn't no. Oh, Another uh, album that didn't make my top list was the uh, the Irish people. Fontaine's oh, DC. I figured R.I.P. was going to make R.I.P. to be fair. Yikes. A Hero's Death, which after their stunning debut, Dog Rule, I was very, very excited for. There was a lot of hype surrounding this new uh, cut. You can't see it right now, but Jasper is, there are veins popping and on it his was, forehead. It was let down. It was let down with the repetition, with the lack of imagination. I mean, how many times can we listen to Green Chatton just repeating a sentence over and over again <laughs> over some synthy wave guitar? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there were uh, there were other albums that I would consider going into my top five. Porridge Radio had a great album. Ooh. Every Bad. The pomp punk band from Brighton who gave us a journey through loss and heartbreak with their album Fiona Apple of course oh, yeah. who uh, we talked about earlier in the year I think it came out uh, Fetch the Bolt Cutters I think it came out in like March February maybe even I don't know <laughs> beautiful album yeah. with uh, stunning melodies you know fiery vocals and a sort of unique blend of genre other albums which yes. I didn't spend so much time with, but if I had done, they probably would have maybe got up there. Uh, the Strokes, the new Abnormal, which yeah. I only listened to coming up to the end of summer, which I liked, but I don't think it was as strong as uh, other Strokes albums. Yeah. The Killers' new album, imploding the uh, Mirage, which has some, which which has some, which has some very strong songs. Um, like uh, Blowback and um, Caution but again some of the other songs let it down on it Laura Marling had a great album Ooh. Song for Our Daughter yeah. very nice very, very dark sort of folk rock stuff um, and yeah that's it those are my honourable mentions five honourable mentions from Jasper wow five-ish yeah. five-ish yeah. it's time for five from you. From me. Yeah. Who, me? Yeah, all right. Uh, this is in no particular order, because uh, I really could not categorise which one I wanted to put where. Okay. So we're going to start with Oliver Tree's debut album, Ugly is Beautiful. 
Yeah, the yeah. debut and send-off album of everyone's favourite bulker aficionado, Oliver Tree. Uh, the album itself acted as a kind of compilation of sorts of all the best music and themes that Oliver has made in the last four years, and it I don't think it disappoints. I re-listened to it like yesterday. It's still mm. so much. It's just a lot of fun. Mm. It's purely joyful. It's ridiculous. It was a weird time for music this year, and you know what? It was a Christmas cracker of an album, wasn't it, Jack? Oh, yeah. that's good. I do have a couple Christmas puns laced through these. Oh, excellent. Like, you know, bits of mould in your wine. It's great. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to move on to Joji's record, Nectar, the one he released this year. I enjoyed that quite a lot. I had a gut feeling that once Joji released his second full-length LP, I would be head over heels for it. And it's nice to say that I know myself quite well by now. It slaps, I love it so much. This album features some of Joji's best crop of songs, period, mm -hmm. run, aforementioned. Mm -hmm. You've got like Sanctuary, freaking High Hopes, Pretty Boy, freaking Mr. Hollywood. Oh, it's all fantastic. Seeing this progression from his In Tongues EP back in like 2017, yeah. I think, up to now is genuinely kind of inspiring. You know, it's, it's amazing to see all the recognition that he's getting. Especially because this 50-minute trip into R&B, lo-fi and trip-hop, really does kind of deserve that. It's fires on all cylinders, and it hits them all quite remarkably, I think. Very good. Oh. Next up, we're going to be talking about an album that I don't think I've talked too much about. It's the new Fleet Foxes record. Ah, sure. Oh, here it is. I had a feeling, is. I had a feeling. Genuinely, one of the biggest musical surprises I've had all year. And of course it was from Robin Peckhold and those cheeky bunch of cheeky saints. Good on you, boys. Folk rock legends Fleet Foxes dropped a full album within days of announcing it. Announcing it. Yes. What a what a festive treat that was for everyone. Oh, you know, okay. it was pretty. You know, seasonal, seasonal, seasonal huh. is a good word. First off, it's also a good way to describe the album. I think each aspect of folk music explored here seems to be suitable to any type of weather, whether cold or not. Such is the power of Fleet Foxes. I couldn't think of, you know, it's all very, it's all based on like nature and like growing, yeah. growing old, growing up, everything like that. You know, it's a beauty of an album and it holds a very special and poignant place in my heart for many a reason. Here's to more music from that bunch of boys. It's really lovely, I do enjoy it quite a lot. Very good. Shout out to Shaw. We'll sure. be talking about an album that I know I haven't been talking to you about. It's called The Ritual of Lovemaking by Vern and Jane. Shout out to Peace Lily. Thank you, Neve. I love you. Uh, it's a tremendous Scottish jazz punk group with a tremendous debut album. Oh, wow. Wow, when I first heard this, my lord. Ritual of Lovemaking deals with love through, if you couldn't guess, through the refreshing and, you know, sometimes interesting lens of aggression and intimacy. It truly is a diamond in the rough, which was highly unnoticed through the rest of the plethora of rock and punk music to come out this year. However, Vernon and Jane's debut is a challenging one not to miss out. There's a song called Daddy Issues. Mm. It's, it's really good. Okay. It's very loud. It's kind of like, um, she sounds a little bit like Zach DeLaRocher at points. Right. But somehow better. She swears quite a lot on it as well. Oh, she, uh, yeah. So I couldn't be quite. Not for the children, there. No, not for them. Not for them. I've got one more honourable mention, um, and a bit of a spoiler alert, I guess. I am doing a review of this album at some point, very, 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 very soon. Okay. Uh, it's Poppy's new album. I, oh, yes. I disagree. I of course. I can't with this album. It's phenomenal. Uh, it's Poppy's third album. I'm not counting her fourth one that she also released this year, Music to Scream To. I, uh, I don't yeah. want to count that yeah, because it's, it's just terrifying. Um, it's her most daring album yet, aside from Music to Scream To. Uh, it separated her quite a far 
way from her first and second chamber pop-esque confines from the first two albums, and straight into a ravishing mix of hyper-pop, rock, and heavy metal flavours that Marilyn Manson would probably be proud of. It's some of the most fun I've had listening to a metal album in a long time, and easily one of my favourites from this year. It's one of the most... Say if you're a first-time heavy metal listener, Yeah, I would very much recommend that for your first mm-hmm. listen. It's very easy to get into. Mm-hmm. It's very it's very accessible. That's what I'm looking accessible. for. Accessible. It's good word. It's rather good. There you go. That's good. Those are all my albums. Those are all my honorable mentions. Yeah. So shall we get into some albums yes, of the year? Yes. Let's get into it. Right. So the way we're going to do this is, I think. So I've been talking an awful lot longer. Mm-hmm. So if you tell me your fifth album, and yep. I'll tell you my fifth album. Yes. Then you tell me your fourth album, yes. and then I'll tell you my fourth <laughs> album, and we'll just keep going like that. Excellent. Oh, how nice. So without further ado, oh, we could do drum rolls for each one. Oh no. Okay, yeah. Go on then. Okay. Great. Right. <laughs> Ask for it. Drum roll, please. Soccer Mommy, Colour Theory. Now, are you familiar with Soccer Mommy? Yes. Good. Second full-length album from singer-songwriter and indie rocker Sophie Allison, better known as Soccer Mommy. There's so much about this album which I enjoyed. The uh, mixture of electronic and organic instrumentation, the deep, meaningful songwriting, and of course her passionate vocals, tackling all the issues you would expect from an indie rock singer, most notably the song uh, Your Dog, where she compares the relationship which she has had with her lover to that of a person and their pet. With the uh, hook, I don't want to be your effing dog. She she swears, oh. but I couldn't oh. for the children. Oh, sorry, children. Sorry, kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> her melodies in this album are incredibly diverse and beautiful, and she takes the very best of the history of her, her genre, whilst also creating a fresh listening experience. My favourite song on the album is the second track, Circling the Drain, where the layering of instrumentation from War on Drugs producer... Gabe Wax <laughs> goes through this movement. Gabe Wax okay. goes through this mo- movement of textures, sometimes sparse, sometimes rich and full. The album is grimy, very grimy. Mm. And uh, Alison describes the album as depicting three states of being, each with a different colour. Blue is for depression, yellow is for mental and physical illness, and grey is for mortality. The album as a whole is a blend of these colours, creating a new pigment. Oh, okay. Is that, is that it? Yeah. Wow! Jasper Price's fifth album of the year, Soccer Mummy, Colour Theory. Listen... Now. Not now. Right now. Not Turn this off. No, no, don't. Stop, stop it. No! And that's where, in, if this were a film, they would turn it off. Interesting. Thank you. Very good. Can I get a drum roll, please, for my fifth album yeah. of the year? Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my fifth album of the year. It's got to go to The Anxiety by The Anxiety. In choosing my top five, my fourth and my fifth slot kept bouncing around. My three were completely settled. Mm. So, you know, we'll get into that when we get into it. However, The Anxiety takes the cake for fifth. Uh, one of my favourite albums of the year comes from my favourite artist of the year. Spotify rap be damned. Don't listen to it. I, <laughs> I refuse that. Uh, Willow Smith. Mm. Oh my lord, I fell in love with her like over lockdown and then haven't stopped since. She released an EP a couple, like a week ago. Favourite EP of the year as well. Rise. Heavily recommend it. 19 minutes of just freaking just bliss really. Makes me want to meditate for the rest of my <laughs> life. Jesus Christmas. 
Uh, and you know, this love started all the way back in March of 2020 with her first release as a part of The Anxiety, her collaboration with her partner Tyler Cole. Wowzers! Wow, it's great! It's easily my favourite concept album of the year as well. The Anxiety began as a performance art piece and ended in an album released around the same premise, dealing with the stages of anxiety and shedding light on issues regarding mental health as well as social stigma. Talking about the album itself, as with Willow's other projects, it's short and sweet, containing a variety of hard-hitting, in-your-face punk tracks like Hey You! and Fight Club, which was quite alien to Willow at the time, but she friggin' goes into it all, all guns are blazing, baby. And, you know, the album also makes the most out of its quieter moments. My favourite track being the melancholic masterpiece, Meet Me At Our Spot. Easily one of my favourite songs of the year, and a pleasant reminder of how impactful Willow has been this year. Even with as few tools as she uses, such as with the song Meet Me At Our Spot, where it is mm. just bass and drums for the majority of things, and a little bit of acoustic guitar. Um, it's brilliant. It's a brilliant album, in my opinion, anyway. And that's that. Good. My fifth album, The Anxiety. The Anxiety. Listen. Not now. No. 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 <laughs> I say that after everyone. Okay, thank you. <laughs> right, well, yes. the fifth is done. The fifth is done. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Good. Um, yeah, I'm curious as to know your uh, your others. I'm curious to know your stuff. Wow. Jasper knows what my first is because I have yes. recommended it to everyone I've ever walked near yes. in the last like six months. You have. Which isn't and you've doesn't also bode too well for me. Reviewed it. Yeah. I've actually right. That that is true. Ah! That is Confirmed. Oh no, no. Oh wait, no. What? No, it's no. not. No, no, you're wrong. <gasps> Oh, okay. prepare right, for let's more see. surprises, guys. Wow. Number four. Yes, number Number four. <gasps> yeah, number four. <laughs> Folklore. Taylor Swift. Yes. Now, I know what you're thinking. Yes. Oh, yes. Taylor Swift. Yes. Yes. Shut yes. up. Yes. yes, 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 yes. So, it was back in July when Taylor Swift surprised the world with the release of her eighth studio album, releasing no singles, no publication, and only announcing the album a few days before it was released. With instrumentation by Aaron Desner of The National and Jack Antonoff, this album was a left turn for the pop star, a return to her roots. She showcased her core skills at songwriting. The restrained use of instrumentation meant that the emphasis on the album is on the singing and the lyrics, which Taylor put her heart and soul into, spinning overlapping tales of love and loneliness and youth, introspectively taking us on a journey. The songs, such as the standout Cardigan and Seven, yeah. showed us that without the pop stylings of her other albums, uh, Taylor can be a, just as effective and again, the blend of acoustic guitars, gentle piano, and synths presents a folk pop style, which we haven't seen from Taylor since her country days of her uh, debut back in 2006 or something. Folklore was definitely the most surprising release of the year, and I think shows a brilliant side to Miss Americana. <laughs> I liked the album. <laughs> Under your breath, you went Taylor Swift. <laughs> that kind of that got me a little bit. Can you just interject that into any conversation we ever have? So, Tom, I was thinking of this nice coffee place. You're the Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Uh, what? 
<laughs> what do you think I said? I, I said coffee. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. I agree. Yes, Taylor Swift. Was fantastic. And if you don't think so, you were lying to yourself from the start. Yeah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't be coy now. <laughs> Please. That's awesome. Great. Fourth album, Folklore, Taylor Swift. Go and check it out. Not now. Don't, don't do it now. Let's stop doing that. <laughs> okay. It's going to get boring after a while. You know what's not boring? My fourth album of the year. Can I get a drum roll, please, baby? Hell yeah. Now, a surprise to Jasper Price is that my fourth album just so happens to be After Hours by The Weeknd. What? Wow. I Whoa. this was my number one. I, yeah, definitely. Well, <laughs> just because I've reviewed it twice doesn't mean that I like it that much. Okay. That's kind of a lie. <laughs> uh, this album, like after its release, back in March again, has entered the limelight once again after the baffling circumstance that The Weeknd found himself in at this year's Grammys. Mm. That circumstance being he isn't involved with the Grammys this year. Um, yeah. Thoughts and feelings? I haven't talked about the Grammys yet. Have, have you, how did you feel about them? <sighs> Same as always, isn't it? Yeah. It doesn't actually mean anything. Anything um, that kind of surprised uh, you? No, no. Um, not, well, obviously the, the, the weekend wasn't yeah. nominated, surprised yeah. me. But uh, some good nominations. Phoebe Bridges mm. got like four, I think. Yeah. That was nice. Um, Taylor Swift, obviously. Mm. Um, yeah, not not many surprises. Did you not see that Kanye West has been nominated for um, one of the gospel albums of the year? I Jesus did not. King? Yeah. Oh, I was looking specifically no. for that, and, it is, and he's going to win it. And that makes me very... <sighs> <laughs> The Grammys is just I think it makes me happy. Absolute bollocks. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, you know, cold player on there, Beck's on there. Oh. Like, okay, sure. If you if that's what you're after, <laughs> I guess. Thank you. However, um, I think it's interesting that, you know, The weekend found himself in the position that he was in because I'd argue that After Hours is objectively one of the albums of the year in terms of record sales and charting positions alone. But, you know... You know, we've all we've got opinions. These are just our opinions. If if you think about it, these these are objective. Mm. You don't have to you don't have to agree with us. Maybe you hated the weekend. <laughs> I don't know. And you know, it makes it to number four for my album of the year. So put that in your pipe and smoke it, Dad. Ha! Uh, it contains probably my favorite aesthetic of any album, as well as my favorite character reinvention. The weekend showcases an extensive range of already sure to be R and B classics, Blinding Lights, Heartless. Friggin' Escape to LA, After Hours, it's all, it's all gonna be up there, you know who it is, don't, even, don't lie. The helpful addition of nostalgic 80s influence keeps the album feeling fresh each and every time you listen. It's a journey of an album through drug intake and power plays in a world created by and for The weekend to indulge in glitzy gold-tinged hyper-fantasies. It's easily The weekend at his best. And, and that's it. That's, uh, that's my fourth. The weekend at his best. Yeah. The weekend at his week best. So I guess he's not weak. Huh? Best, best end. End. The end. The end. I know the end. Uh, that's my fourth album of the wow. year. There you go. The weekend after hours. Go and check it out. How are you feeling now, Jasper? We 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 are shocked. Are you crying? Are you I was shocked that it wasn't your number one. But that's now what? I'm even more intrigued. Yes. Yes. I reckon. I think we're going to start having some overlap. I kind of yeah, see that. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. Gosh. I'm very, very glad that you chose Taylor Swift for fourth. Taylor, yeah. yeah. I considered having it for honourable mentions, but yeah. I, I, don't know, I enjoyed Poppy too much. Yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. Fair enough. Sorry, Taylor. Sorry, Taylor Swift. I don't think we'll have an overlap with my third because I don't think yeah. you probably <laughs> won't. <laughs> wow. Can I get a drum roll? Oh yes, of course you can. <gasps> <laughs> 
Whoa! Okay, Shaking the table. <laughs> <laughs> My third album of the year is a little album hmm. called Songs. That's the name. Oh, right. By Adrian Lenka. Ooh. So. Oh, if you're not familiar, I expect uh, no. <laughs> the folk folk department. Wow. Well, okay. Over here. <laughs> the gentle ballads mm-hmm. in uh, Adrian Lenka's new album really took me into an emotional place. The most indie act on my top five indie mm. um, doesn't really mean anything <laughs> anymore, niche. but indie, yeah, niche. Yeah. Adrian is best known as the singer of the indie folk band Big Thief. Oh, okay. But in her solo projects, she reverts back to basic, good songwriting, often with just her and little acoustic guitar. The album is fully organic, no synths, gentle guitars, bells, very, very limited instrumentation. These are songs that sound like they come from the ground, that are ever-present in the dark forests, moss-covered, dirty. The most beautiful moments on this album uh, are the simplest. The juvenile songwriting of the song Anything, where uh, Adrienne talks about just wanting to be near someone, not wanting to talk about anything, not wanting to go anywhere, just to be in that moment with someone. Or the song uh, Zombie Girl, whose melody is ever-changing and piercingly beautiful. As long as she knows where the song is going, we don't have to. We, we can't predict her chord changes. They're too wacky. Wow. <laughs> but always beautiful. We're just here for the ride. Yeah. Her vocal delivery on this album is just sublime. She has all the skill of uh, Taylor Swift, but her voice is rusty and painful and makes us feel that pain. Combined with the natural instrumentation, makes it one for hell of an album. Oh. Adrian Lanka. <gasps> Taylor Swift. Ooh. Adrian Lenker. Songs. That's your third album, Do you isn't it? No music? Oh. No, I don't even know songs. Gosh. Truly. Well, you know, that's pretty good. I'll give that a listen. I'll do it. Oh, as long no, as, absolutely. As long as you at home do as well. Mm. Come on now. Eat. What are you waiting for? Please. We're both eyeing the microphone very Yeah, very I don't know why. Right it's like you could see <laughs> someone in it. Yeah. We. Uh, Hello. Yeah. Hello. I think we made that joke already. I think we have. Yeah. Let's move on. Yonks ago. My third album then, <laughs> shall we? we? Yeah, oh lord, it's Punisher by Phoebe Bridges. <gasps> oh, of course it is. Of course it is. Wow. I'm not going to go too in-depth in this because I have a feeling this is going to crop up a little later. Uh, you know, we mentioned the Grammys earlier. Isn't mm. it crazy to see just how much recommendation this friendly ghost got this year? You were right in saying that Phoebe Bridges received four nominations in total, two of them being for the amazing single... Kyoto, which oh. spearheaded the album and bridges into the public eye. She did, as time of recording, she did a performance of Saviour Complex from the album on Jimmy Fallon last night. I saw that. It was very With good. The piano the yeah. played itself. Yeah. Very cool. Adorable. Bless her. She also had an amazing NPR Tiny Desk segment. That was phenomenal. Probably my favourite NPR Tiny Desk of the year as well. Well done for Phoebe. I said back in Jasper's review of this album that this was immediately one of the best things I've heard all year, and that really hasn't changed, has it? From the wonderfully subtle and gorgeous Garden Song, still my favourite song from the album, I guess, or is it? All the way through to the explosively frightening I Know The End. This is indie rock gorgeousness through and through. God, it's like when you turn up to a party and you're wearing the same thing as someone. Oh. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it is. I mean, it was to be expected. Oh, of course it was. It's yeah, normal. We'll, we'll get into that later. Uh, we'll find out. You're ready for my number out. two? I am, yeah. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Um, uh, feeling confident, are you? I'm feeling confident. My <laughs> You've got a nice smirk on that. My number two is a banger. Oh, okay. Well, then. Can I get a drum roll? Of course you can. Of course you can, <laughs> can darling. Here we go. Oh, gosh. was way too gentle for the album I'm talking about. Oh. That's more like it because it's Idols. Oh! Ultramono. Oh! Ah! <laughs> so, moving away from uh, folk. <laughs> <laughs> Quite far. We have the hard-hitting third album from Bristol-born new wave rock and punk band Idols. Who, for the last four years, have been creating some of the most energetic and motivating music of any band. This album is no different. It preaches about various issues. The, the song War, for example, being an anti-war anthem. The song Grounds, an anthem for the people. It's anti-oppression, anti-racism, anti-monarchy, anti-violence, but done in the most aggressive way possible. <laughs> With explosive drums, heavy, distorted guitars, and, of course, Joe Talbot's fierce vocal delivery. Whoa! Do you hear that thunder? Thunder! That's that sound of strength in numbers! <laughs> <laughs> this is an album... This is an album that will make you angry, yeah. but in a good way. Oh. <laughs> you want to raise your fists and say, F the government. Frick the doesn't, government. Doesn't work that well. Yeah. And then you'll dance for the next half an hour. Because what the band do best is making revolution catchy and cool. Ooh. It is an album which comes to you with clenched fists, sure to turn you into a little socialist. <laughs> so that is my uh, <laughs> that is my second album of the year Idols Ultra Mono Idols Ultra Mono brother Ultra Mono oh yes we're manly men now yeah Taylor Swift Taylor Swift Taylor Swift Idols Taylor Swift Collaboration? Oh, imagine. That would no, I don't no, think that'd, that'd, be, that'd be good. I physically don't think my body would be ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd collapse. Oh my god. You ready for my second album? Yes. Here we go. Second album of the year. Tom Wiles, hello. Go. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, this is the only album on the list that has not, for me anyway, that has not had a full review. I've only mentioned it once, back in one of the lockdown episodes, mentioning it in my song of the week. Mm. It's RTJ4 by Run The Jewels. Run The uh. Jewels 4, their fourth album. Oh my lord, oh my lord. It's made by the legendary hardcore hip-hop duo of Killer Mike and LP. It's not only their best album to date, but one of the most bombastic, furious, poignant, fueled, hilarious, and necessary albums dropped this year. This album dropped early in June, two days ahead of its planned release after the protests against police brutality in America became widespread. The duo announcing online, I have to, I have to censor this, Frick it! Why wait? The world is infested with bullcrap, so here's something raw to listen to while you deal with it all. And what a raw album it is. Oh my 
gosh. The album deals with social, cultural, political and economic injustice in as perfect a way as this duo, as well as a killer cast of guests including Mavis Staples, Joshua Homme, Two Chains, Zach Gilderocha and Pharrell Williams could perform. The album literally gets better with each passing track, from the infamous Yankee and the Brave, all the way up to a few words from the firing squad. RTJ4 is a reminder of unity in the darkest of times through relentless sound. It's an immediate album of the decade. I am sticking to that. It's Ooh, great. Very it good. is so dang good. Yeah. It deserves all of the... Why didn't you review it? I don't know where to start. Oh, I see. I really don't okay. know where to start with it. I think I truly do think it's fantastic. That's fair. And you should go and check it out. Run the Jewels 4 by Run the Jewels. Go and go and do it. Ooh, Tom Wilde's a second. Ooh. I guess that means it's time for my first. Oh, we'll get to that in one second. Oh. I'll ask you first. Oh. A little, little breather point. Okay. First off, how are you? Good. That's good. How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Hmm? I'm pretty wonderful. No, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, it might go well. This is, I'm, a, this I, is a good idea. I'm wondering what your first album is now. I think I you think, know. I think I, I do think know. think you know what it is. I oh. think you know what mine is. Ooh, I don't maybe. think I know what yours is. You'll recognise it as soon as okay. I say it. And you, I guarantee you're going to let out the biggest side. It's going to be great. Oh, oh no. you'll be so miserable. Please. Um, <laughs> okay. I wanted to ask you. Yes. What is your favourite review you have done this year? Hmm. Um, that could be from context, just the amount of work you put into it, anything like that. And then I'll tell you my favourite review that you did this year, and we can do vice versa if you want oh, to. Okay. He sat there pondering for a while. <laughs> he edited this part out. No, he did not. No, he did not. He, no, didn't, no, he didn't. He did, yeah, unless uh, it's in the bin. Well, okay, I can. T- uh, I think my favourite was um, uh, Dogrill uh, Fontaine's. The one that I did, because I think that's the one I put the most research into. Uh, I spent like five hours doing it. Mm. It was um, it was fun. Um, especially about the rain. Remember the rain? I always <laughs> remember the rain. 32 inches of rain in Bristol. Oh, yes. Brilliant. Cool. So, yeah, that's, that's mine. Believe it or not, Jasper Price, that is also my favourite review yeah. you've done so far. Mainly because of the rain fact. Yeah. I really think that is hilarious. Yeah. I can't believe you put that much effort into something mm. I love it but it was good yeah it was good it's good. it was good it's so good <laughs> so just it's wonderful I liked it uh, what about you god oh lord you put me on the spot here I didn't, I you, didn't I, you stop I, I, I didn't you know <laughs> I thought we just move on oh goodness um goodness gracious oh, I, yeah no I know it's um from lockdown it's it's one of two to be fair it's either the Louis Armstrong review of love, uh, yeah. love songs, yeah, because that was fun. That was just something nice good. to do. However, it's gonna go to it's gonna go to Prince. It's the Prince yeah. album, yeah, for the sole fact of yeah. I cried laughing, yeah. reading poetry to you, so good. Um, and it was just a really good album, except for Bambi. Never gonna enjoy that song. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, yeah. But no, phenomenal. Really enjoyed yeah. writing about that. Yeah, I'd say the same. Like the moment um, yeah. when you started. I don't know what you were doing, but it was tearing up. Yeah, and then when you started reading me the poem, yeah, looking into my eyes, <laughs> it was fun. Although I also liked your first review of um, After Hours when you were just like, <laughs> I enjoyed watching bin. you struggling. Fail. Yeah, did you uh, enjoy my um, my other review that I did what? with that script? Which one was that? It was Weezer. I didn't notice that you that you didn't have it. <laughs> No, that was. I think that was better. Yeah, that was certainly your 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 your, your after hours. That's that easily was. my yeah. Thank you, thank you. Oh, now that we've got this little bit of yeah, you know, service out the way. Let's go. Oh, 
Jasper Price, tell me what is your album of the year. Was that grammatically correct? Can I get a drummer? No surprises here. It's Phoebe Bridges. Punisher. That's a round of applause from me. I mean, how could it not be? Mm. Phoebe Bridges takes my top spot with her dream-like album, Punisher. Yeah. Her second full-length release after Stranger in the Alps. This album shows so much growth in her songwriting, uh, as well as the variety of instrumentation and genre, which A Stranger in the Alps didn't really have. We got the rock of the song Kyoto, which hits hard and chugs along like a Japanese bullet train, oh. catchy and melodic, to the more electronic songs like Chinese Satellite, whose deep, dirty synths sweep around us, drawing us into the murky world of nightmare, to the soundtrack like orchestration on the song Saviour Complex, mm. with the beautiful string arrangements which take us into this ethereal world above the clouds to the folk guitar on Graceland 2, whose organic style grounds the song and makes us feel like we're in a deep pastoral setting. And to top it off, mm. we get mm. the best closer on an album that I think I've ever heard yeah. with the song This Is The End, which steadily builds and slams us down hard in the final section, <laughs> lifting us up into the stratosphere with wow. big, brash, brass fills and Phoebe screaming with everything she has until raspy at the end of the track. I cannot fault this album. Yeah. It is beautiful, well-written, well-produced, deep, meaningful. I mean, the majority of the album is about uh, relationships, this one relationship which comes up again and again, but Phoebe approaches it from different angles each time, and each time it's very, very, very effective. This album was also the soundtrack of my summer, I guess you could say, mm -hmm. um, when I was on holiday in Italy, listening to this over and over again, uh -huh. and now every time I listen to this, I think of the sun and the sea, Aww. and it's just beautiful. That's why it takes my top spot. Best album of the year. In how, my opinion, it's only my opinion. But how you know can what? you fault such a wonderful opinion? I can't. What, what, a, what an album. What, what an album to end it on. Oh so my. good. God, I feel very lackluster with mine now. I can't okay. wait. Can't wait to end this on a okay. sober note. No. Okay. Can't wait. Let's see. Oh, right. Tom Wiles, number one album of the year. Give me that drum roll, baby boy. <laughs> Oh, you know, it's it's times like these where I realise that I've mentioned this album as my favourite album for the last six months to every man, every woman, every child, every houseplant, every lamppost, every passing sparrow on the street that I go by. And it should come as no surprise that my favourite album of the year, my, my top medalist, my gold medal receiver in the Olympics of sound for 2020, goes to... Ghost poets, I grow oh. tired but dare not fall asleep. How could I forget? How could you forget? That's like my that's like my religion at this point. You know, I don't even know what to say about this album. I truly don't. Just listen to it. That's the end. I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that. That'd be very bad. <laughs> no. Uh, so the majority of the albums on the list I heard for the first time during lockdown back in March. That's pretty much with all of the albums, I believe. Yeah. I think they were all my lockdown albums, which is just great. Ghost Poet included, uh, releasing back in August, I believe. 
No other album has buried itself as hard into my brain as this album has. How else do you describe the eerie atmosphere that is created sonically here? I'm going to try with two examples. Are you ready for them both? Hit me. So, if Death Grips were to put out an alternative rock album mm. where MC Ride, instead of screaming his brains out, just used soft poetry. <laughs> How else would you describe this album? Well, let me tell you. If The Weeknd, first off, was British, and secondly, only used downers instead of uppers in the mythos of After Hours, you would get I Grow Tired But Dare Not Fall Asleep. If you imagined an alternative rock, R&B, and electronica record based around the relentlessness, the restlessness, and despair of a Sin City-esque Britain, then you would get this record. From the spoken word delivery of Ghost Poet to his cryptic, rhythmic, and sometimes morbid wordplay to his use of musical engineering and mix of classical and modern instrumentation, this is the type of sound I've not heard before and may honestly not ever hear again. It's a wonderfully dark and twisted take of Great Britain at its quote-unquote greatest. Ghost Poet's I Grow Tired But Dare Not Fall Asleep takes takes the cake for me. Oh, it enjoys that cake. There, it, it eats it. It does enjoy that cake. And then it spits it out because it's horrible. <laughs> and then it moves to Berlin. When, did, you, that, when did that one come out? I believe that was August. Or was it? I thought it was early. I think. Oh, yeah, no, August, I'm thinking, I thought that August was really early. No, it was back in, um, it was back in May. It was back <laughs> right, in May. yes. Yeah. Yes. Wonderful, wonderful record. Well. Ghost Poet, I grow tired but dare not fall asleep. Go and, go and check it out. That's my album of the year. Phoebe Bridges, Punisher, Jasper Price's album of the year. What a, what a wonderful, what a wonderful set of circumstances. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we had one overlap. Yeah. I thought we'd have more, to be fair. I don't know what. I thought you'd do Idols, maybe. I still haven't heard that record. What? I still not. <laughs> I'm very lazy. Ha! I know it's bad, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. However, Fair. all the records that we've mentioned here, you should you should go and check out. And you know what? How about you tell us some records we might have missed out? Because there were quite a lot. Yeah. Quite an int- If you were to say... Unless... Right. Yes or no. Mm. Has 2020 at least been a good year for music? No. I, I think it's been an average year for music myself. I think... Mm. Uh, I think a lot more would would be coming out. Yeah. Um, if this whole little little thing hadn't happened. This, yeah. Yeah. But the albums that have come out, I guess, because there hasn't haven't been that many, have mm. stood out more and therefore yeah. are greater. Um, and I can I can divide up this year based on the albums that came out mm. and how I was feeling at, at the different times. And it is, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I think this was a average veering on good year. Yes. I think. Again, yes. because the releases that were made in context with everything that's happened in the last 12 months, um, it's kind of just put an extra spell of kind of like hope. Mm. Anytime I listen to an album that I really do just enjoy, I'm like, oh, we aren't all in the cesspool just yet. I mean, we are. <laughs> we we're are, like, we're, we're waist deep, but we're at least we aren't neck deep. We're in the birth studio. We're in the birth <laughs> No, no, it's lovely, it's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> we are in the birth studio. Signing off from the birth studio, um, I'm, I'm Tom Wiles. Thanks for listening. Thanks for, thanks for listening to this extra Christmassy surprise of an episode. Uh, what, what's your name? 
Jasper. It's Jasper. Price. Jasper Price. Hello. Do you have anything you want to plug, Jasper Price? Oh, no. It's Christmas. Oh. We shouldn't plug things. Plug your families. <laughs> okay. <laughs> plug your family. Wow. Talk to me about your Unless family. Unless that's a, you know, euphemism. No. Plug your family. No. I wouldn't want to plug my family. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can keep this bit in. <laughs> no, yeah, probably not. Yeah, probably not. Uh, um, no, Christmas is going to be fun. Um, yeah, we're both going home. Oh. Are, we, are we not? Uh, yeah, next week. Yeah. So I guess <laughs> this is our Christmas present to, to you. you, the listener. Yeah, the listener. Hello, the listener. Hello, listeners. We're still looking at the microphone like you. Hello, here. snowball ice. Hello. Oh. Hello, that's, Snowball that's microphone. The mic. That's the mic. Hello. <laughs> right. Shall we? Shall we say it one last time for this year? Yeah. With tears in our eyes and songs in our heart. Right. It's gonna be a really good one. <laughs> okay. Music, Music is our lives. Music is our lives. Music is our lives. Bye. Bye. Da, 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 music is alive.